Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. The hottest guests in the game. To be a general manager in this league, every now and then you got to do something outside of the box. Access you won't get anywhere else. Connor McDavid is not going to be denied. At some point, he's just going to pick this team up and put it on his back. Well, the Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that. This is Leon Dreisaitl. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on your home for Oilers Hockey. 630 Chan. The NHL back to the regular season with a couple of games tonight. The Islanders about to face off against the Maple Leafs. Meanwhile, in Manhattan, the Rangers home to the Avalanche. The Edmonton Oilers. Tomorrow night, tomorrow night, can tie the NHL record for longest winning streak. They will play the Vegas Golden Knights. It'll be on 6.30, Jed, with the face-off show at 6.30. The game will start at 8. Bob Stoffer will have Oilers now at 5 tomorrow. I am not Bob Stoffer. Reed Wilkinson for Bob today as he travels to Las Vegas with the team for tomorrow's much-anticipated game. Yes, the Penguins of 92-93 won 17 consecutive regular season games. The streak was broken in the final game of the regular season when they had a tie against the New Jersey Devils. And, of course, the Columbus Blue Jackets got to 16 back uh, from late November to early January in the 16-17 season. So that is what is on the line for the Oilers tomorrow who did practice yesterday at 5 p.m. and then skated again today at 11 in the morning. Now Evander Kane was not on the ice yesterday because of an illness. He did return to action today. So the lines were as follows. McDavid centering Nugent Hopkins and Hyman. So that awesome trio back together. Dreisaitl centering Kane and Fogle. McLeod at center with Holloway and Perry. And then Ryan with Yanmark and Brown. Sam Gagne the extra forward. The defense pairings remain as they have been for almost all of the season. And uh, Skinner and Pickard of course the goaltenders. So that's uh, what we look for tomorrow against the Vegas Golden Knights. Really appreciate you uh, tuning in. We'll have Craig McTavish coming up. we got Frank Zarevelli on the show. We'll go down to the farm and talk to Bakersfield Condors head coach Colin Chalk for Wave Bathroom renovations. Uh, the Condors are actually doing pretty well too. So uh, both the uh you know, the uh, in the Oilers organization, the NHL team doing great, and the AHL team has been banking some points as well. You are welcome to get in touch at 780-496-0063. That's the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Don't miss Warrant and Quiet Riot. Wow, somewhere my 14-year-old self is very excited. 
Actually, Warrant probably wasn't quite big yet when I was 14. Warrant and Quiet Riot, live at the River Cree Resort and Casino, Friday, February 23rd. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. River Cree Resort and Casino, excitement, bet on it. 780-496-0063 is the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. Get the new floors you've always wanted. Now I have heaven in my head from reading that. Uh, Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Ave or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. I, that's to me. That's one of the greatest uh, uh, power ballads of the. Like, it might have come out in '90, but to, to me, Heaven's one of the great power ballads by you know one of the hair metal type bands. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. All right, uh, Dave Camp. Oh, it's like it's. This is like the fill-in show. This is Inside Sports uh, crew moved two hours earlier. Uh, Dave Campbell's producing the show today. Hey, Dave. Hey, Reed. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, you probably weren't into Warrant when you, you were a youngster like me. Uh, no. No. You're a little more straight-laced. I did like Def Leppard back then, though. Well, I still like Def Leppard. Uh, <laughs> All right. My, my musical tastes were probably not bent towards Warrant and Quiet Riot. Well, Quiet Riot... I want to say 83 or 84, we would have been much younger, Yeah, uh, had Come On, Feel the Noise, which well, at that the is time was considered quite heavy, but if you listen to it now, it's just a fun rock song. Yeah. It's not really that uh, that heavy at all. I have to tell you, when I was uh, doing up the script and and I was writing that tag, I'm like, oh, Reed's going to love this. This, <laughs> yeah, is, this got, is great. I got all excited. <laughs> of course, Janie Lane, the original uh, lead singer of Warrant, has, has, uh, has passed away, so... Uh, Warrant was on the or Heaven was on the album that came out in 1989. So I guess maybe they snuck that into the 80s. Anyway, uh, 780-496-0063 is how you uh, get in touch. Today's top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, I guess the top story is the Oilers are back to playing. They're trying for the win streak. I'm sure you saw the All-Star festivities. Well, actually, I'm not sure you saw the All-Star festivities on the weekend because I know some of you, and this is just from the experience of hosting a show for a while and talking sports with people, uh, both on and off air, both you know in my professional life and my personal personal life. Some people hate the All-Star Weekend, don't watch it. Uh, some people love it. They, they make an effort to watch it. Some people will watch it if it's on. Some people might say they're not going to watch it, and then it's like, ah, I want to see what McDavid and Dreisaitl do. Uh, Friday night, I didn't see anything. I saw some of the highlights, but uh, for, for those of you who listen regularly, you'll know Bob and I were at Claire Drake Arena on Friday, so uh, I was kind of seeing some results on Twitter, the odd video that got posted. Kellen was keeping us updated. McDavid won the million dollars uh, for winning the skills competition. Dreisaitl had some struggles in the accuracy shooting. We're going to get to a clip on that in a couple of minutes. And then uh, the All-Star, I guess it's games, on Saturday. I watched the semifinal. Then McDavid's team came from behind with two late goals and then one in a shootout. Uh, I didn't watch the other semifinal. Then I saw the second half of the final game between McDavid and Matthews and Matthews' team. Did you watch a lot of it, Dave, or just pick pick up as whatever you could? I watched quite a bit of it. The um, the the Thursday fantasy draft. It was kind of neat to see all the players having fun, but. Um, yeah, I think even Leon was talking about uh, it was a little confusing because you couldn't hear everything. Um, so it was a it was a little bit of a you know slap together kind of thing, but it was entertaining with all the guest coaches too and the celebrity coaches. Uh, skills were great. I, I love the skills and I love the fact that they went back to more traditional events and events that 
you know, define hockey skill, uh, skill, not these pre-tape events that are just silly. Um, I, I thought it was really good, except for Nikita Kucherov, who was booed quite, uh, <laughs> quite profound or quite, quite profusely because he acted like he didn't care. Um, Connor McDavid just was amazing during the whole event, and uh, it, it was it was pretty well received. And then the games itself. That finish between, uh, what was it, uh, Team McDavid and Team McKinnon? Yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, two late goals, I think, inside 30 seconds. That was spectacularly fun. And then the shootout was great. And then after that, I just, I thought that was kind of the biggest moment of the, yeah. of the weekend. And then it kind of got a little bit, you know, kind of, kind of lost its luster after that but hey the hometown team won team matthews won in toronto so i guess it worked out pretty well but um overall i think it was a a pretty enjoyable weekend i wonder if we're now at the point people can text or call in about this though i I think maybe it's a dumb question because i think i know what the answer is going to be we might be at the point where where a lot of fans would sooner watch the skills competition than the games and the the three-on-three games and again i watched three of the six periods, basically, mm. that were played on Saturday afternoon. Three of the, there were 10-minute periods. You know, three-on-three three is exciting, but it's not quite as exciting when they're going at about 60% of their maximum <laughs> speed. Now, the games picked up later when they were close and on the line, and you, you actually saw a bit of stick-checking and puck protection, but, you know, as usual in all-star games, not a lot of back-checking, and certainly you don't expect hitting. But, yeah, I mean, the the... the three-on-three is meant to be exciting and fast-paced, but when it just gets out there where it's like, okay, we'll give them a chance and then we'll get one back. So anyway, I I, I feel like if, if, if you... I feel, and maybe I'm wrong, people can let me know, I feel like if you said to most hockey fans, okay, you have to watch one. Well, you're going to be forced to watch one, but you can pick skills competition or the all-star games. I think we're at the point where most people would pick the skills competition yeah. because it's, I don't know, it feels like it's a little more fun. It's quirky enough that it makes you feel like you're seeing something new. And you might see something amazing. You might see something silly like dry settle missing the targets or whatever. Th- that's kind of where we. Uh, I feel. It's, it, it's kind of like how, um, I guess, if we can date ourselves, Dave, uh, <laughs> if we flash back almost 40 years. Yeah the slam dunk competition became the best thing about the NBA All-Star Weekend yep. because it was Jordan against my cousin, right? Yeah, that's right. Yes, Dominique. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Dominique Wilkins. So, which I know didn't... And, and even the three-point competition when it had Bird and some other guys, I feel like that almost became bigger than the game, the four-quarter game. And now we don't have to worry about an All-Star game for three years because next year it'll be the Four Nations Tournament. Yep. And then it'll be the Olympics in 26. Right. So that Four Nations tournament will be interesting. I I I can't wait for that one, and I don't think it'll be at an All Star pace either. So it's going to be very interesting to see. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see as well. Yeah. Okay. So let's. uh, All right. uh, Let's go. Oh, let's go to the audio vault for direct workwear in these tight. Budget Times Direct Workwear is the superhero your wallet deserves. Huge selection, low prices at Direct Workwear. Matthias Ekholm says, uh, yeah, I uh, I kind of watched the skills competition. 
my son loves that stuff so yeah it was definitely on in our household I wouldn't say I watched it but um, it was definitely on and it was uh, fun to watch so um, yeah he, my son loved it and, and it seemed like it's been a good event let me guess who he was cheering for Does he well he had a couple oh, he has a couple yeah well, obviously Connor and Leon but Philip Forsberg too uh, he knows him really well so we had a couple guys that we could cheer on yeah well that'd be pretty cool oh yeah my dad works with that guy I want to cheer for him. We're used to work with that guy at Forsberg Space. Here's Dreisaitl with a wrap-up of the All-Star Weekend. Uh, yeah, it was a good weekend. Obviously happy for Connor. Obviously I uh, put a lot of moral support in for him, so I <laughs> should, should get my little cup, but we'll figure that out later. <laughs> um, no, but obviously um, you know, very happy for him. Um, it's very, very competitive. It was fun all, all around. Just a good weekend. Good moral support by Dreisaitl, who uh, had a laugh today about his performance or lack thereof in the accuracy shooting. Um, yeah, that wasn't great, eh? <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. You're going to move over to the no, side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's two years in a row where I kind of laid an egg there, but that's all right. I don't overly care, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's fun for them. He wasn't too upset about it. On a more serious note, of course, the Oilers chasing their 17th consecutive victory tomorrow. Over the course of the 16-game winning streak, they have allowed only 24 goals, one and a half per game. Unheard of in this era of the Oilers. Well, maybe any era of the Oilers. To be that stingy, head coach Chris Knobloch was asked about the buy-in to the defensive play. We've been very happy with uh, the commitments on just the small little details and usually good defensive teams. It's a lot of the things are just being able to um, do the things that don't take very or take little talent to do, whether it's just stopping on pucks, winning a battle, getting the shooting lane, um, back checking hard, all those little things. And the guys have bought in and they've been doing a heck of a job doing that. Um, that's the month of January we're on, I think where we broke down defensively wasn't necessarily the defensive details, it was more on puck management and whether that was making a bad play in the defensive zone or the offensive zone, that's usually where our troubles um, started and our guys are never going to play a perfect game, there's never going to be a non-turnover game and we don't we don't actually don't want to play that kind of game because we're going to stifle a lot of offensive um, opportunities and with the team that we have we want to encourage our guys to make plays and occasionally as coaching staff we have to understand that there's going to be breakdowns and um, we just got to do a better job of managing when to try and make those plays and when it's not. All right, a little bit there from Chris Knobloch and McDavid was asked about the opportunity to tie that league record tomorrow. Yeah, obviously it's exciting. Um, we're just excited to be back. Anytime you have a first game back from a break, um, guys are usually ready to go. I would expect them to be ready to go as well, so I would, uh, I would expect an entertaining game. All right, so that is uh, your look into the audio vault for direct workwear. We're going to come back with NHL today. Mac T is after the 5.30 news and weather. Read in for Bob. Oilers now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. All right, Dave Campbell, it's time for you to bring us NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Company branded apparel, products, and awards all created in-house. They might even make you a canned ham shirt for your radio talk show. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. 
All right, let's uh, start with the uh, Bakersfield Condors. They won 5-3 on Friday, 2-1 on Saturday night. That's the sweep of the Texas Stars. James Hamblin recorded a goal and two assists in the win on Friday. Jack Campbell stopping 36 shots for his 10th win of the season. Raphael Lavoie scored his uh, 13th goal of the season. He is in tonight's American Hockey League All-Star Game. Condors back in action on Friday when they host the San Jose Barracuda. Oil Kings swept 6-5 and 8-1 this weekend by the Calgary Hitmen in Western Hockey League play. Oil Kings are on the road tomorrow to face the Moose Jaw Warriors. You have a Golden Bears split a weekend series with the number one team in Canada West, UBC Thunderbirds, losing 4-2 on Friday, winning 3-2 on Saturday at the Claire Drake Arena. The win allows Alberta, who are 17-7-2, to stay one point ahead of, the, of Saskatchewan for fourth place in Canada West. Huskies do, however, have two games in, hands, uh, in hand on the Bears, and Alberta will visit the uh, 2-21-1 Trinity Western Spartans next weekend to close out the regular season. Lanny McDonald, uh, Hall of Famer, suffered a cardiac event Sunday after returning from the NHL's All-Star Game in Toronto. 70-year-old wrote on uh, in an Instagram post on the Calgary Flames alumni account that two nurses heading into their own flights at Calgary International Airport helped him when he was in distress. McDonald said he's grateful f- uh, to the nurses and, quote, I owe them my life. And the chief of police in London, Ontario, apologizing to the victim of an alleged sexual assault for the time it took to lay charges against five members of Canada's 2018 junior hockey team. Chief Tai Trung, chief Tai Trung said the process shouldn't have taken that long at a press conference updating London police's investigation into the incident. The sexual assault case against Dylan Dubay, Alex Formanton, Carter Hart, Michael McLeod and Cal Foote has been adjourned to the end of April. And Hockey Canada says all members of Canada's 2018 World Junior Team remain suspended until its investigation into the sexual assault allegation involving members of that team is complete. Reed. All right. Thank you for that, Dave. That is uh, NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing, 780-496-0063. Kellen, hit me with a couple. I think we got time here. Yeah, for sure. we got a quick uh, minute here, so I'll start with Scott, who texted in and said, the best part of All-Star Weekend was a McDavid willing to forego the Rocket Richard and perhaps Art Ross this year for the greater good, donating one hour of time in a skills competition to show who is the best player. That's from Scott. Okay. And uh, we'll go to Dean, who says, no, I kind of like the free-on-free better. Even if they're not going full speed, it's still a team game. That's Dean. Okay, fair enough. I was wondering uh, what anybody might say about that. All right, 780-496-0063. We will sprinkle in some of your messages throughout the show and into Inside Sports from 7 to 8. I'm doing my own show as well today. Craig McTavish is coming up next. It is Oilers Now. Reed Wilkinson for Bob Stoffer.